We've been continuing this study, this sharing from uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And uh, if you haven't been reading it, start reading it. This is your reading assignment. We are in covenant with one another to read the Bible at least 15 minutes a day. Either the Bible will keep you from sinning or sin will keep you from the Bible. This is God's word, amen. This is not some philosophical subjectivism. This is the infallible, inerrant word of God. So when you read the Bible, I get so tickled, Dr. McCowan. Thank you, missionary Herndon, for that prayer. The fact that so many people talking about they want to hear from God, but God speak to us through his word. Amen. Stop looking for some prophet or apostle or some tea leaves. Get in the book. If you want to hear from God, he speaks through us, to us, through his word. And it's always confirmed by the Holy Spirit. So if you don't have a Bible, get a Bible. Matter of fact, if you need one, we'll get you a Bible. Because um, we are a Bible-believing Bible teaching, Bible preaching fellowship. I'm hooked on this book. So you have it, 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And we'll just read out loud verses 12 through 19 where we will uh, share out today. 1 Corinthians 15, 12 through 19. When you have it, say, I have it. And I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible, whatever translation you might have. Let's read out loud verses 12 through 19. Let's read. Now, if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain, and your faith is also vain. Yea, we are all found false witnesses of God, because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead rise not. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised? And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain, ye are yet in your sins. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are all men most miserable. Amen. Grass withereth, the flower faded, but the word of our God shall stand uh, forever. Uh, I want to tag this text. I want to talk about if the world's blackest assumption. If. Somebody say if. If the world's blackest assumption. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. If world's blackest assumption. Our hope is not built on, on an opinion, but upon facts. For the facts, you read verses 1 through 12, 
Paul wrote to refute those who would dispute the resurrection. When you strike at the resurrection, you are striking at the heart of the Christian faith. No resurrection means no redeemer, which means no redemption, which means no rewards, which means no reason to trust or believe. Dr. James Stewart said that the resurrection of Jesus Christ is not a debate. It's a declaration. You see, a lot of people want to debate, and you can debate if you want to, but the resurrection is no debate. You got to always have folk want to debate this religion or this, that religion and what somebody said, but the resurrection of Jesus Christ is not a debate. It is a declaration. The resurrection means to the church what the exodus means to Israel, that God is sovereign and that God is in control and he can do anything but fail. Amen. I mean, the resurrection, man. Amen. Stop arguing with all these off-cuff people. Let's start talking about do you believe in the resurrection of Jesus? That, amen. Stop fussing with these people because, see, it's not a debate. It's a declaration. And the word if is being used as a function word to introduce an exclamatory expression or a whoosh. You hear people say things like this. If they could have reached the hospital sooner, he could have survived. If I knew then what I know now, I would have never. If I had stayed out of debt, I wouldn't be struggling so much now. If more people had voted in the election, we wouldn't have that you feel in. If you came to church more, then your life would be if. World's black is assumption. Consider the idea uh, for just a few moments, if Christ be not risen. Verses 12 through 15 deal with our preaching is purposeless. See, false information is dangerous information. That's why when you get a chance to study this, verse number 12, Paul said, now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? You better start checking the byline. You better start asking people, where are you getting this? Remember when God came to Adam and Eve in the garden in Genesis chapter 3, uh, they said, we hid ourselves because we were naked. And God said, who told you? You better start checking out what people are saying. And if it doesn't line up with the word, it's not from God. I don't care what fortune teller you go to. I don't care how you feel, how you think, how the tea leaves add up. If God didn't say it in his book, 
it's not from God. And you always got people saying some stuff. That was wrong nowadays. There were people, you watch CNN and ABC and even got a bunch of crazy preachers saying a lot of stuff. But if it's not in this book, it's not from God. And if Christ be not risen, then what we're doing, we're just wasting our time. Our message is, is vain, useless, empty, false, no purpose. Everybody has lied to us. And if he's not risen, then when you come to church, you can keep texting or watching Netflix during the service or go to sleep. Because if he's not risen, it doesn't mean a thing. Amen. There are a lot of folk doing a lot of stuff in church as if he's dead, you know. Amen. A lot of folk text. I would block all the signal, but I don't want to block my live stream. Because some of y'all texting everybody and you're missing the word. But if, but, but if he's not risen, then yeah, do it. I mean, because this preaching up here is vain. Then secondly, if he's not risen, verses 16 and 17 say, our faith is futile. We are still in sin. We are still, we still need forgiveness. A dead savior has no power to save. <laughs> if he is dead, how can he give life? Our faith rests upon that the fight would never happen. If he is still dead, then we are believing for nothing. If he is dead, throw your Bible away. Amen. Just toss it. First trash can you come to. If he's dead, toss it. Most folk don't read it no way, but because he just if he's dead, if he if he's dead. Then, then, uh, then uh, you can read, read anything. Read the Upanishad. Read the Quran if he's dead. Because if he's dead, then those who preach the resurrection of Jesus have lied. Matthew preached it. Mark, Luke, John, Peter, Paul, all are liars. Richard Dawkins, who was one of the foremost atheists in Great Britain in his book, the God delusion, uh, Richard Dawkins talk about the foolishness of believing. And if God is not, if Jesus is still dead, therefore the atheists are right. We are a group of fools, donut heads, silly, dope, deranged, nipkin skulls, jackasses, idiots, Dumb if he is dead. <laughs> Y'all gonna help me? I'm about to end it, but because if, if 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 he's dead, then our faith is futile. The atheists are right. They laugh at us. They look at us funny now. Some of you look at us funny because you see people praising God. You say, mm-hmm. And if he's if he's if he's dead, then missionary. Uh, Herndon's prayer was in vain. If he dead, I faith, I sing in the choir, all this singing, remedy, and all this, is in vain. Your clapping is in vain. 
That's what Paul said, faith. 16, 17 said, he, if he's not risen, our faith is vain. Then, then number three, if he's not risen, death is no deliverer. Look what he said. Then they also which have are fallen asleep in Christ are perish. You see, Easter is, if Easter is a myth, then take a long, hard look at your dead loved ones in the coffin because you will never see them again. It, 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 when, you, when, you, when you lose a loved one, you, you take a long, because if, if he didn't get up, then you will never see your dead loved ones again. I already been this morning, already uh, been this morning to the to Cook Walden Cemetery where my baby is buried. Excuse for being personal. And I went there and, and, uh, and I prayed and I cried and I told her, I spoke over the grave saying, I'll see you later. Because Paul says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18, the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet him in the air because he lives. If he is still dead, there will not be a family reunion. And I'm looking forward to seeing my baby. I'm looking forward to seeing my mama, my daddy. I buried five sisters, three brothers, I'm looking forward to him. But if he is not risen, death is not a deliverer. <laughs> Help me, Lord Jesus. People who perished have perished in vain. Amen. That was going to make heaven so great. Not only I'm going to see Jesus, I'm going to see mama again. I'm going to See my dad again. But if he's not risen, death is no longer. You see, to the believer, uh, uh, death is a deliverer. And if he's not dead, then those who died ahead of us have perished, died in vain. You, you got a right to look sad. That's why the difference between a saint's funeral and, a, and someone who's not saved because we know we're going to see them again. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not goodbye, it's just good night. Uh, because, because, but if there's no resurrection, the people, your loved ones who have died, they perish. And you will never see them again. Then fourthly, verse number 19 said, if he not risen, our service is senseless. If in this life, only we have hope in Christ. We are all men most miserable indeed. It's good for this life only. If there's no resurrection, we just wasting time. Sunday after Sunday. <laughs> if he's not risen, we wasted our talent. Some of you fellows playing the instruments could be making big money. Fighting around some of the latest whippersnappers. <laughs> some of you singers could be signing big time contracts like Beyonce and 
and, uh, and, uh, and the rest of them. Making some big money. If, if, if he's not risen, coming to church is a waste of time. Waste of talent. All this good talent here wasted if he's not risen. Some of you fellows, I told him Wednesday night, this fellow right here, Donnie Harris, this dude played for every choir we got. And I think he just go around from church to preach when we not having church playing for somebody. I think he did. But, but you think about it, if Christ is not risen, all that plan is wasted. Christ is not risen. All of the money you give, tithes, is wasted. You could go and buy that Lamborghini, buy your two Mercedes that tithe money. Have you noticed how much you give each year? What? <laughs> but, but, but if he's not risen you could just go on and spend that money on cars if he's not risen everything we do is senseless there's no need in getting up coming we don't have anything to look forward to that's why I tell sinners you better, better do all of it because he's not risen we are some miserable people but I got good news for you. Before I let you go home, if, if, if he's not risen, there's no forgiving. If he's not risen, there's no new birth. If he's not risen, there is no heaven. If he's not risen, there is no hope. Everything about Christianity is a dream for fools if he's not risen. But I got good news before you cancel your cable subscription. Got good news for you. But he lives. And in his birth, <laughs> he defined, uh, defined the laws of life. In his resurrection, he defied the laws of death. Because of that, our preaching have purpose. Because of that, our faith for a future look awful bright. Death is defeated. And our service is not in vain. Live for him who died for you. Serve him with all your might because he lives. And I close this morning with 1 Corinthians 15, 51 through 58. See, you see, behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the dead, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So then this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, 
and this mortal shall have put on immortality. Then shall be bought to pass the saying that is written, death is swaddled up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the Lord, for as much as you know your labor in the Lord is not in vain. In the movie Shazam, Billy Bateson had to jump and say, Shazam, before he could get any power. Billy Bateson said, Shazam, and then he would get power. But because Jesus lives, Billy McClendon don't have to say, Shazam, all I got to say is, Jesus, Jesus is my rock in a weary land. Jesus, Ezekiel wheel in the middle of the wheel. Jesus, Job horse pouring in the valley. Jesus, the lily of the valley and bright as a morning star. Because he lived, there is power in his name. Because he lived, there's power in his name. Alfred Ackley wrote, I serve a risen savior. He's in the world today. I know that he is living. Whatever men may say, I see his hand of mercy. I hear his voice of cheer. And just the time I need him, he's always near. He lives, he lives. Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me talks with me along life narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives, but he lives within my heart. Somebody say yes, he lives, yes. him on the ground for the devil knew what Jesus said and I if I be lifted up from this earth I'll draw men under me they hung him high stretched him wide and he died he died 
died until this earth shook and rocked like a drunk man. He died until a soldier said, Surely, 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 must be the Son of God. Took him off that crawl, laid him in a bar of tomb. But the reason why we're still jumping for joy is that early Sunday morning, early Sunday morning, early Sunday morning, he rose from the dead with all all power in his hand. Yeah, yeah, he lived, he lived, oh, he Tell it everywhere you go. Tell it he lives. God bless you this morning. I've been saying it now 46 years. And every time I tell it, it gets sweeter and sweeter. He lives. That's why we can face tomorrow. He lives. Why we didn't lose our mind. He lives. All of our hopes. Because he lives. Miracle. Because he lives. Somebody say yeah. I know he lives. morning he lives started me on my way yeah 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 he lives yes sir tell him he lives that's why some of y'all not drinking no more some of y'all used to miss Easter cause you be drunk but because he lives you put your bottle down. Some of y'all used to be high as a kite. But because he lives, I'm high off the Holy Ghost. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, he lives! He lives. Give your neighbor a high five. Tell him, hang on in there. Because he lives, you can make it through. Because he lives, he's a doctor in a sick room, a lawyer in a courtroom. Because he lives, uh, he's able to keep you from falling. Yes. Replace the if with yes. He lives. How do you know he lives? Because he lives in my heart. So our preaching is not in vain. 
go ahead and sleep on me. I had, in my first church, I had some sleeping deacons. I had one used to bring a newspaper. But you know what I did? I just preached right on through it. I've had some ugly ushers that didn't. But what I did, I just preached right on through. Because he lives. Whatever you're going through, victory. Because he lives. You can be forgiven of your sins. Go tell that. Can you imagine what would happen to this city if everybody here today would tell somebody this week? Because they're going to ask you why you're so happy. Because I ain't never before in my life seen so many sad-looking folk. Got so much stuff. Driving Mercedes. Got big houses. Because you don't have Jesus. And you can tell them to ask you why you're so happy. You can tell them, I got problems. Thank you, Sister William. I got problems just like everybody else. But because he lives, I ain't got to go crazy. Because my Savior can handle anything. He lives. Yes, sir. He lives. He lives. 